0: The Authenticity of the 7 Habits. The year was 2014, it's the year when the 7 Habits were introduced for the first time. I was a 4th grader at H.E. Corley Elementary School in Irmo, South Carolina. The Habits were plastered on every wall in the school and even some teachers made a necessity for us to memorize them in order and understand what they each meant. Nearly every day, the 7 Habits song will be played on a smart board to start the day. (laughs) What is the 7 Habits song, you might ask? Well, it goes a little something like this. Not exactly, but you get the gist. A young girl named Jana Boland covered Adele's 2010 Rolling in the Deep hit to serenade students of all ages by addressing the 7 Habits of Highly Effective People, which is a book written by author Stephen Covey. They were the apotheosis of his career. Nearly a decade later from when the influx of the seven habits were presented in schools, and over two decades later after the book was published, are those seven habits truly what produce an effective teen? And if not, what may be? Let's start off with the name. What exactly is a habit? According to Merriam-Webster.com, a habit can be defined as a settled tendency or usual manner of behavior, an acquired mode of behavior that has become nearly or completely involuntary, or a behavior pattern acquired by frequent repetition or physiologic exposure that shows itself in regularity or increased facility of performance. All of these definitions contain the word behavior in them, which is ultimately the biggest concern of teachers pertaining to students. an organization that specializes in educating and supporting families with disabled children and children in general. They stated in an article that school presents a unique challenge for children with behavior issues. Teachers need tools to use to help provide support and guidance. In this case the introduction of the seven habits in the school system was a form of behavioral psychology to be more specific applied behavioral analysis. Applied behavioral analysis is a way to modify behavior and is used mostly in the educational field, according to Revere University. The sudden surge of the seven habits in the school system was a way to establish a change in students, and it was a success. But why did it truly deserve the publicity it received? According to American psychoanalyst Michael McCovey, the seven habits, quote, are not original and are not based on new research or on what affected people do, end quote, meaning that they were acquired from the author's own personal observations and analysis instead of true research. They are simply a range of unauthentic cliches thrown together in a list to attract readers, schools, and students. Nothing more than a mirage in simpler terms. But these cliches made more than 25 million copies and were copied in 52 languages, according to Forbes. These types of numbers must have conveyed some truth in the words of the author, Stephen Covey, because his effect on schools and businesses everywhere was astronomical. habit is a principle that can be applied to ameliorate a person's life especially a students. according to sean covey's spinoff of his father's book the seven habits of highly effective teens they give guidelines on how children and young adults should behave in schools and even expands to places outside of school like home extracurricular activities and work they are presented as life changing parameters that create immaculate students for those of you who do not know one thing about the seven habits i'm gonna break it down for you The first habit is to be proactive, meaning that you should take responsibility for your own life and decisions. Children must learn to not blame others for any inconvenience, large or small. It's about choosing your own behavior. The next habit is to begin with the end in mind, or visualize how you want your consequences to be. Thinking ahead is everything for a student in terms of projects, homework, and exams third habit is to put first things first the most important things must be placed before anything else this habit can especially be applied to students because most time they lose sense of what is truly important and what can be put on the back burner the fourth habit is to think win-win meaning to have quote an everyone can win attitude end quote this habit zones in on athletes especially as stated in the book by sean covey quote competition can be extremely healthy it drives us to improve Competition becomes dark when you tie your self-worth into winning or when you see it as a way to place yourself above another, end quote. The fifth habit is to seek first to understand, then to be understood. As my mother would say, that is why you have two ears and only one mouth. The sixth habit is to synergize, meaning to use teamwork to achieve more. And finally, the seventh habit is to sharpen the saw. Sharpening the saw means to take time out for yourself, to relax and renew, which gives you the time to bask in euphoria. As I stated in the beginning of this podcast, I was in elementary school when I was first introduced to the seven habits. Now as a junior at Dutch Fork High School, I decided to interview two of my fellow peers who both went to H.E. Carley as well. I interviewed Jessica Etheridge, who is currently a junior at Dutch Fork High. I asked her how her day was going, her age, and what grade she was in. She answered, I'm okay, I'm 17, I'm in 11th grade. Next I asked her, what is it like being a teenager? She responded with, it's fine, everyone has their struggles. I then followed with, are you usually stressed? What do you do to debrief? Before I could begin to ask the second question, she responded with a loud yes. And her way to debrief is by taking a break from homework. I then asked her, do you know or remember the seven habits? She answered, yes. I then said, have you applied them to your school life? And she responded with no. My last question was, if yes, has it helped? If not, do you think it would? And she said, I guess if I did follow the seven habits, I would be less stressed the next person i interviewed was kelly davenport She is also a junior at dutch Fork High. i asked her the same exact questions as i did jessica her answers were mostly the same as jessica's but there was one major difference when i asked kelly had she applied the seven habits she responded with somewhat and when i asked her what habits specifically she said put first things first followed by a pause She then said, I always do my homework before I play, while placing air quotes when she stated the word play. She also mentioned the first habit, being proactive. She then said, I use most habits to a certain extent, and they have helped my school life. I was astonished, not because she had admitted to using something that was introduced to us almost a decade ago, but that she had remembered them. She even laughed and joined in when I brought up the song by Jenna Boland. Jessica and Kelly are the avatars of perfect students they have never gotten so much as a detention for not wearing their ID. They work hard and receive good grades. Not only that but they are also two exceptional friends. We are all in health science which is a class offered that teaches us anatomy physiology and healthcare. care. It basically sets us up for health science careers. Their personalities, values, and work ethic makes the class enjoyable. are completely responsible for their behavior and personality traits, and I hope I haven't carried it to Nietzsche's tone, but the habits do have something to do with it. The reason that the seven habits still resonates in the back of their minds exemplifies its life-changing impact of actually producing effective teams.